What's goody, everybody? It's Kimi, and I'm back with my tea of the day. I'm back, and I'm back with the jumper. Like, I know I've been gone for a little, little two weeks. I needed to, you know, get my mind right, get back together, and, you know, really see what was going on that I could really talk about. So, as we all know, American Sun just came out, and it was a play, and it hit a lot of topics. And I really want to get into that, and I really want to just deep dive police brutality just being a black son in America, like, I can just imagine how my mother feels or felt when I was living at home, me walking out the house, and the fear that she had raising a black son, because it's very different than just raising a white son, a Spanish son, a Korean or Asian son, like, it's very different depending on the son that you have. So, let's really get into American... American Sun, like, let's get into that. This is 20, episode 24. Thank y'all for watching, but let's really get into it. Let's, let's deep dive. So, the son was Jamal Connor, and it wasn't necessarily a real, based on a real story, but we see these headlines every day. Police shoot son, or XYZ. So, we have this newbie bigot cop who's in there asking the mother, Elise Connor, um, if he has any priors. All automatically because he's black, he must have been to jail before. He must have gotten arrested before. He like it's impossible for that not to happen. And if he has any AKAs or any also known as meaning any stereotype names. Like um Peanut, Pookie, Black. Like, not everyone has an AKA. Not everyone has a stereotypical Black name as Pookie, Peanut, Black. I don't have one in my in my family. So, not every Black family is the same. Not every Black family has these type of names going around. Or not everyone has gold tattoos, gold teeth. Like, y'all are doing too much. And he was doing too much. He was... I don't know if he realized how racist he came off, but dude was racist. He was completely a racist cop, and throughout the movie, you'll see how blinded her and her husband's marriage was, because he wanted a black girl, but he didn't want everything that a black girl came with. He didn't want the attitude. He didn't want the struggle. He didn't want the pain. Because he couldn't understand it. And he was unwilling to understand what the hell she went through in her life. And how different that is. And them, them having a mixed kid. How different and difficult that would be for the kid. Because not for nothing. like you have, you're, you're black and you're white. So you have best of both worlds. But then it's a curse. Because then in certain communities like... And if you're with a lot of white people, you're the black person. You are the face of the race. You're the black kid. But then, and this, if you're in a black community, you're not black enough. Because you might, your, your skin tone might not be as dark as everyone else. Or because they know that you have a white parent, then you're not black enough. You're not black. So then you, I can imagine you're dealing with the double-edged sword. Like, you really just don't know. And you'll have an identity crisis. Like, 
that's bound to happen because you're going to want to fit in with your black friends. You're going to want to have black friends. But then it's like, you don't want to be considered a stereotype. But then you still want to fit in and then you still want to be down for the cause and everything like that. So it's definitely a lot to take in. Um, and of course, as you know, throughout the, the first part of the movie, the officer was definitely trying to manage her because he felt like he needed to control her, even though she was the one who was asking for help. She was the one who was the victim and she, she needed help. But because she was black, you needed to manage her because she was going to be ghetto. She was going to be outrageous. She was going to be loud. And all of these things that people feel like black people are, and it's a fucked up situation. It's a, like, how? Why? Why is that still a thing? But it is, and it's sad. And the cop mispronounced his name. His name is Jamal Connor. He calls him Jamal. He calls him another black name, just because he's black. So now that we know that he's black, he's a black person because he's mixed, so he's black, but yeah, you call him another name, meaning that you don't give a fuck at all. You're not even trying to help this lady. You can care two cents about her kid. It's really crazy. And then as soon as um, Scott Connor came, her wife, um, her husband, who happens to be white, comes... The officer, not knowing who he is, starts spelling everything that he knows. But yeah, when she was asking him all this time before he got there, he was fucking quiet. He ain't know a goddamn thing. Why is that? Like, why are we continuing to... Like, I just... I, I can't. Like, I can just imagine... Like, while she went and, you know, went into her story a little bit. Like, she can barely sleep ever since she was born. Because she knows what the world is. Even though, like, you can paint this hopeful, wholesome type of lifestyle. Love everyone and this kind of thing. But you also have to, raising a black son, you have to show them what it is. And what your challenges is going to be by being black. You're going to be overlooked in school. People are not going to think that you're smart. People are going to think that you're ignorant. People are going to think that you're ghetto. People are going to think that you're dumb. People are going to think that you've been to jail. You have X amount of baby baby mothers or fathers. You're not loved. You have a lot of anger issues. You deal with abandonment issues because your, your father was for women. Like, your father was probably never there. So that's why you decided to have all these kids or that's why you decided to gang bang or be in a gang or that's why you have these marks on your face because you got caught up by being in a gang or that's why you have all these tattoos or you have goat teeth because X, Y, Z. Like all of these stereotypes is not true. And we're not doing anything about it. Like... How does the father say you have no reason to complain when a white woman clutches her pearls? Like, I have every reason to complain. Like, why the fuck is she 
why, because I'm black, she has to clutch her pearls because she thinks I'm going to steal them. Because I don't have, I don't have the money to purchase these pearls that she's clutching or this purse or this money. Like, that's a stereotype that all black people is, is broke. And that's a lie. These stereotypes is what's killing our community. These stereotypes is what's killing our young men. These stereotypes that we have over ourselves, that the cops have over us, because the cops are supposed to serve us, the cops are supposed to protect us. But yet we over here are scared of them because they they're too handsy. They don't know how to act. Whatever classes that they're supposed to take, you don't take. Or they're just racist. And they just want us extinct. We have to really get into that. Like, this movie was very detailed, very just heart-wrenching, and very, like, me being a black man, I definitely felt the type of way about this. Like, I haven't necessarily read everything that was said, because of course we all have our own different scenarios, our own different stories. But it was just heart-wrenching. Just to listen to it being described. Like, I just really, I couldn't. And all of these acquitted cops that just so happens to just continue to be acquitted, even though, like, they continue to kill us. And then for him being a mixed kid, a black and white kid, he's gonna have an identity. Um, He's gonna try to have to find himself. And with defining yourself, you make, you, you know, not so great decisions. But that doesn't mean that it's your fault while you're in a predicament that you're in because you decided not to make a great decision because you're on the path of finding yourself, whatever that may be. So, shoot cops with your camera phone when the cops make a bust. This was on his bunk, this was on his bumper sticker that caused the cop to act react in a certain way because he felt threatened because he was black. He was a tall black man and the cop felt threatened. Why he felt threatened? I don't know. You're coming towards me. But yeah, you felt threatened. I'm, I still don't understand that. And it's sad that it just continues to happen. Let's go over that. Shoot cops with your camera phone. Yes, the word was shoot. Like, as in shoot. But shoot cops with your camera phone, meaning that take out your camera phone and videotape these people. Videotape every interaction you have with these cops because the world needs to know all of the bigoted, bad cops that are out there. Not all cops are bad, absolutely not. But there is a large selection of cops that are bad and it is hard to weave through the good and the bad cops when so many times and time and time again, a lot of our black brothers are being killed and there's no repercussions for these cops. And majority of these cops are white. So how are we supposed to feel? How are we supposed to feel protected? We're not. Like a lot of people, especially like if you're a black kid and you're in like in a white neighborhood, you're gonna feel like the face of the race. Because you're the only black person there. So they're going to assume that by whatever you do, whatever your actions is, that's how all black people are. 
and that's completely wrong and that's completely fucked up and I'm sorry that a lot of people may be in this predicament but it has to stop we have to find the drawing line somewhere this line was so powerful to me when Carrie Hilson just <sighs> let's 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 take a deep breath for Miss Carrie Hilson and her outstanding phenomenal her like her acting was just out of this world like she's really become a great actress and I'm just so happy to see her growth and her depth and her cringe like <sighs> keep your hands on the wheel boy look straight ahead don't make any sudden moves this is what happens this is what cops come to your window and say and you wouldn't want to make the man in the bulletproof vest nervous when he's walking to your window putting a Glock to your head oh <sighs> This gave me chills. You wouldn't want to make the man in the bulletproof vest nervous when he's walking to your window, putting a Glock to your head. You wouldn't want to make that. And this black cop, Mr. Stokes, he decided to come out and say, you have the right to shut up and do what I say. And this is a black cop. Who waited, who, they waited for hours to come. When I'm gonna fuck you all that time. Oh yeah, her CPT, CPT time, right? Mm-hmm. And this is another heart-wrenching thing that she said. Black boys are gangster to hide their fam. And that is absolutely right. That, that, that macho attitude, that toxic masculinity that a lot of men have, is only to hide their fear. It's only to hide the aspects of them that they can't show. Because society continues to tell them that they're not worthy, that they can't show weakness, that they can't do that. Because they will be considered weak, they'll be considered a bitch, they'll be considered pussy, they'll be considered less than a man. will be considered other than black. And because black people are always supposed to be aggressive and and angry and hurt. They're, they're, like these are things that a lot of people feel like we are and that's completely wrong and that's completely false and valid. And we need to start changing these mindsets but a lot of people need to change their own mindset of how they see themselves. And a lot of people, a lot of mm-hmm. times when you have a mixed kid, you might not understand or know how to, per se, teach a black kid how to be, how to survive in the world. Because me looking at this movie, I've seen it twice, just to really digest the dialogue, just to, just to di- digest the time period, where they are, what exactly is happening. I can't be mad on how they raised their kid. They raised their kid the best way they knew how. But in other words, they gave, they didn't give him enough because they didn't show him 
the black part of the world. They showed him the white part of the world. They showed him his whiteness. So when he became upset with the cops of all of these stories that continue to happen day in and day out of black men and black kids and black boys being shot by fucking police, then he he becomes angry with the cops. And him, his father being a cop, he becomes angry with his father. He becomes angry with society and just the unjustness of what this world has become. How it is okay to continue to kill us because nothing's gonna happen. You may get a pat on the fucking lap or pat, a pat on the fucking back or just a slap on the fucking wrist but they can't go on the field but they still don't lose their job. They still don't get arrested. They, they still don't get charged. And when they do go through the process, they don't get charged. How? Why? Because he was he was he was a black he was a black boy who was was tall, who was big, he was just aggressive, he just seemed so strong. And so you felt nervous, you being a white man, you felt nervous. How? How? This, why? Because he's he's wearing pants. He's wearing baggy pants. He has cornrows. He has jewelry on. So that means he can't be. That can't be his car because he's black and he looks uneducated. Or he has all these go all this jewelry. Oh, that can't be his jewelry. He must have stole that. Like I can't. I really can't. It really is a lot. So I want to have a moment of silence for a lot of men that passed away. And I'm going to go down the list of names. Some people you may know, some people you may not know. And it didn't hit the, it didn't hit the headlines like that. Our men that we lost. Our young boys that we lost. Christopher Whitfield, Anthony Hill, Yvonne Bailey, Eric Rogan, Jamron Robinson, Gregory Hill Jr., Jaquan Slayton, Ryan Twyman, Brandon Weber, Jimmy Atchman, Willie McKay, Emmett, Emmett, E.J. Fitzgerald, Bradford Jr., Detrick Griffin, Jamal Robinson, DeAndre Ballard, Bothman Shem Jean, Robert Lawrence, Anthony. Lamar Smith, Ramley Graham, Manuel Lodgins Jr., Trayvon Martin, Wendell Allen, Kendrick McDad, Larry Jackson Jr., Jonathan Femme, 
Jordan Baker, Victor White III, Dontre Hamilton, Eric Gardner, John Cambred III, Michael Brown, Isal Ford, Dante Parker, Kazem Powell, Laquan McDonald, Aki Goel, Tamir Rice, Women Bryce Rison, Demir Reed, Charles Kwan, Troy Robinson, Walter Scott, Freddie Gray, Brandon Glenn, Samuel Lobis, Kristen Taylor, Jamar Clark, Mario Woods, Quatino Legere, Gregory Gunn, Akil Dickens, Alton Sterling, Philando Castell, Terrence Sterling, Terrence Crutcher, Keith Lemon, Alfred Alonzo, Jordan Edwards, Stephen Clark, Danny Ray Thomas, Dewan Cullery, Patrick Harmon, Jonathan Hart, Morris Granton, Jules Jonathan. These are 65 names. And of course, it's thousands and thousands of cases, thousands and thousands of men more. This has happened to. But I found 65 men that I just read off of their names that got killed by police and nothing happened. When is this gonna stop? So we can trust in our police system and our judicial system, but they continue to kill us and slaughter us and emasculate us and destroy our everlasting existence. Because it's us being black, us having the tone of skin that we have demonstrates a threat. We can be the most articulate powerful, rich person alive, and we would still be considered a nigger. We'll still be considered less than, still be considered a slave, still be considered someone who needs to die. It's just going back into American Sun. That's the title, but that's the life that we all live, as being black boys. Going out every day. It is a chance we won't make it home. It is a chance that something could happen. 
because someone just doesn't understand us. Because someone just does not like our kind. And then, going back to the movie, him having a black son. He kept on calling him Jack. He never said Jamal. His name is Jamal Scott. But being being Jamal, his name is too ethnic. Just because you have an ethnic name does not mean that you are a bad person. It does, does not mean that you are less than. It does not mean any of those things. It just means that you have a name that people consider ethnic. But that does not mean that you are dumb. These stereotypes of our community needs to stop. We need to come together to make these people who continue to kill us pay. And that does not mean violence. That means equality. That means us being in the boardroom. That means us being in the judicial system. That means us being on the law enforcement to even the playing field. But that does not mean for us being there and us killing our own because we do that enough. Lots of stuff needs to change in this world. And I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if I'm acting for too much. But we don't want this list to continue to increase day by day. These stories should become what it is. Families continuing to having black boys that they're scared to let into this world scared to show the ugly truth of what America is. Yes, there is great in this world, but yes, there is so much dirt and ugly and filth and just nasty and gross and disgustingness in this world. And racism still lies in a well. It just comes in different forms than what it was many years ago. I really just had to go in and really just dissect everything. And this is just a conversation that needs to be had just like many other conversations. Thank you for listening. Please, please, please listen. Make this a priority. Make this hit the masses. Thank you for listening to Kimi's Tea of the Day. Thank you for listening to Police Brutality. Thank you for listening to American Sun. Thank you for listening to my 24th episode. Please, don't let this be on deaf ears. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Listen. Just let this get out there. This can't be another, another kid. Another black boy. Thank you.